0: Good morning and welcome to AC23, the podcast of the Arts Council of Greater Baton Rouge. I'm your host, Pam Bordelon, and joining me this morning are Angie and Travis Newt. Welcome, guys. Thank you. Hello, Pam. They are with Boomerang Comedy, which if you have picked up the uh, October issue of 225 Magazine, there's a little story in there about them, which is how we discovered them. (laughs) So we wanted to share this with our listeners because... We like, we like laughing in South Louisiana and Baton Rouge in particular. Absolutely. <laughs> so how did you guys end up in Baton Rouge?
1: Oh, goodness gracious. Um, we've been here just a little over a year, and... What happened was Angie, uh, my wife, uh, she, got position, yeah, <laughs> <yeah>. <laughs> she got a position. Yeah, uh, that's yeah. She got a position working with Google and could work remote from anywhere at all. Oh, okay. So I owned a landscaping business uh, in Augusta, Georgia. And we had a talk and we put our heads together and decided that uh, we I've got some relatives in New Orleans and we've got some really good. She's got a lifelong friend, actually, that lives right uh, right here uh, in Baton Rouge, just outside of two. So we decided this is where we wanted to be. We had some real estate opportunities as well. So uh, here we are.
2: Okay. We actually got married here. Oh, wow. so okay. yeah. That's so so we had, uh, you know, we're making lots of visits to our friends, and uh, Travis has family in New Orleans, and uh, so just love the area. So we, when we no longer had to be tethered to a certain place, we said, "Let's go to Baton Rouge." Okay, let, let me just tell you, as
0: someone who came here forty-four years ago. You're not leaving. <laughs> the, the, the people and the, and the life and the culture get under your skin. We're, we're kind of like the melting pot between Lafayette, Acadian lifestyle, and the Creole of New Orleans. Mm-hmm. And we're just like the perfect spot to be. Right. That is, that is
1: wonderful. And I yeah. so agree. I so agree. It's, yeah. This place is unlike anywhere else in the country. It's anywhere kind of else we've I love it. It's
0: kind of special. Love it. So, uh, comedy. How comedy. Did that, how did that come about?
1: Well, um, it started, uh, back in...
2: I think it was a long time ago. Yeah,
1: yeah, 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 a while back. Uh, uh,
2: Yesterday. That's right,
1: yeah, yeah. I actually uh, used to work in IT and uh, was a manager at Windstream in Greenville, South Carolina. And one of my technicians, we just got to talking, and he was telling me about improv, and he uh, really enjoyed it. He said that uh, it might be something I would enjoy. It sounded intriguing, so I jumped in, uh, took a class. and then Angie saw how much fun I was having, so she jumped in and joined the class. Uh, we, from that point on, we really never stopped. We we took classes together uh, throughout the years uh, there in Greenville, and then as we moved to Augusta, Georgia, um, uh, we you know also jumped into the improv scene there, mm-hmm. and. Quite honestly, uh, the the theater is an outgrowth really of a philosophy, not a philosophy we have, but if anybody asks me if they're moving to a new town, Mm -hmm. and they say, you know, what would you think? Excuse me. I'm so sorry. Goodness gracious. I always recommend that people uh, take an improv class. When okay. they jump into a, a new town, if you don 't know anybody, you don 't have a big network, uh, an improv class is a great way to make connections, okay. uh, a great way to make some friends and uh, so that 's exactly what Angie and I did when we we came down here. We jumped into an improv class, and uh, that uh, that studio or that, that uh, the people that, that held that class mm-hmm. uh, folded. There was an opportunity to buy the theater to take over that and okay. uh, and uh kind of run with it from there, there was nothing really like the concepts that Angie had talked about uh, here in Baton Rouge that we saw no. uh, through market research, so uh we uh pulled the trigger and and uh, did that
0: yeah, in the uh mid mid eighties and, and the early nineties we had you know our version of the funny bone, and I think maybe the the improv had a had an offshoot here back when. You know they were all over h b o and things right. like that, but then yeah. that kind of fizzled out and so there hasn't really been anywhere for comics local comics to to perform until you guys started up
1: I didn't see a lot and it it I tell you i one of the things that I've seen in this year it is it has totally amazed me it's just amazing the thirst uh for you know, just the people to get up on stage, and there are people that that are so glad that that's there. They want to mm-hmm. jump into a class. They want to get up on stage, and and you know, as you just said, Pam, pa- practice here locally without yeah. having to go out of town and yeah. and things like that. So that's it's been it's been an unbelievable response. Well,
0: and, and just as you will never find me on stage cracking jokes, but I, I like to go watch people do that. So having a way to go and see people do that, and mm-hmm. you know, especially after the pandemic and so much craziness if we don't laugh we're gonna cry so (laughs) we kind of we kind of need that outlet here these
1: days agreed agreed well i
2: think another thing is uh you know we have a school right we have uh stand-up classes we have improv classes and so what i always like to say is if it if this looks like fun, it is. And, uh, the way to check it out, you know, is to come and take a class. And so anybody who goes through our classes then has an opportunity, you know, to perform on our stage. And it's really been a joy, uh, when we took our first class actually in that building, you know, mm-hmm. we had, we took a great class and, uh, some of the people actually who we just saw last night are, our good friends here. There are improv friends that we met in the first class we took with them. Okay. And, uh, so it's a, uh, very connecting, you know, art form sure. and brings people together. And like, you know, you were saying, you know, when you're bringing people together to laugh, that's that's a great thing to bond over. Yes, it there is. are lots of things people bond over. Laughter is a really good one. Yeah, there's, a really there's, positive not, one. there's right. not so good things people bond over, but we like, exactly. the, we like fun stuff. Yes. And so, you know, through those classes, people meet each other. They gain the skills to uh, decide if they do want to get on a performance track. And then they have an opportunity to come. And, uh, you know, Travis has a schedule that he is uh, packing out. And uh, it's really fun to see people go from, I always kind of thought this would be cool, or mm-hmm. I used to watch Whose Line Is It Anyway, or I've always thought stand up would be kind of fun, but I didn't have a way to do it. Yeah. And now they have a path. So it's really fun to see, you know, we've seen people go from very shy and kind of not really participating to being leaders on our short form improv team, mm-hmm. or, mm-hmm. you know, go out there. We had a stand up show. To last saturday that were packed out and to see someone from two months ago when they took a class to just owning the room right uh oh, is, that's you know, gotta feel good it's, it's amazing it's, it's it's just it's you know i i feel so lucky just to just to see them uh enjoy it so much and um so yeah it's it's really lucky to uh it's a it's really i feel very lucky to be able to see them on on their journey yeah it's 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 kind of fun to watch us Seed get planted and grow into into something magnificent. It's
0: kind of fun to watch. So do you do stand-up still? Or are you basically just the leader, the teacher, whatever now?
1: We do. We do. um, We do and I do. um, uh, Stand-up and improv both. uh, But right now my focus is on the framework, uh, Mm -hmm. the theater, and just making a space where other people can as you just said, Pam, just grow from a seed and and blossom. Uh, I'm I'm looking forward to uh, once uh, some of the operations uh, are. You know, maybe under control. Well, not mm. one would say under under control. That's not the right way to say it. But uh, just you know, right now I feel like I'm doing everything, so there's sure. not a lot of time to get on stage and mm. and uh, the funny stuff for me happens behind the scenes. <laughs> it's,
0: it's, whoever, it's another one of those laugh laugh across. That's
1: right. That's right. Exactly. exactly. I, however,
2: <laughs> do stand up, and I just make fun of him okay, a lot. Well, that's, so yes. that's so yes. what he actually do, gets to be yeah, he gets to participate in stand up because <laughs> a lot of my jokes are about him. So, but he's mm.
1: good. Like I try cook? to provide her with a fertile, uh, you know, fertile material. He's really good about me. that. He's yeah. good, I bet. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Mm-hmm.
0: Yeah.
2: So, uh, so how long have you guys been married? Mm-hmm. Uh, we've been married almost four years. We've been together almost nine years. Okay. And uh, so we've been doing improv for almost all of those nine years. We started mm-hmm. pretty much right after we got together. And yeah. uh, so we've done stand-up, improv, we've done improvised stand-up, which is really fun and interesting when you don't know what you're going to talk about until you see the prompt behind you, right? So we've done that um, Mm -hmm. and uh, we've taught, we've done corporate improv workshops, we've done uh, teams that were, I think Travis was on a musical improv team, Mm -hmm. uh, so we've done long-form teams, short-form, so it's, um, we've, you know, done a lot of things and uh, it's been really fun to uh, teach our uh, Baton Rouge students, uh, they seem to be really enjoying it. We're getting a lot of good feedback, so um, that's been fun too. Okay. So you mentioned, um, I just went blank. Uh,
0: you're both in in kind of IT world, computerized I, world of
1: that degree. is my background. Uh, IT and project management, okay. uh, and uh, Angie is a communications guru.
2: Okay. Okay well, I do communications
0: okay. <laughs> you're okay but when you think of i t people you don't think of people that are funny and have a sense of humor
1: <laughs> you're so right you're so Nothing right.
0: personal here just, no, you're- you know years of observation <laughs>
1: <laughs> you're exactly right, even before I got into into improv and and comedy uh plays and uh and in in musicianship i've i've played um you know drum saxophone and several other instruments all my life so i've always been involved in that uh i am passionate about the precision Mm -hmm. of the it world uh and 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 of project management and applying that to this framework that that is uh boomerang comedy theater um i want to a lot of times you get those those people who are uh involved in arts uh but you know keeping the lights on mm-hmm. or uh you know making sure the trains run on time things like that not the forte uh, exactly exactly <laughs> sometimes those things are just uh part of the process and you know they they uh they uh get uh moved to the side or, or forgotten about because you're so passionate about maybe a vision that you have mm-hmm. that you want to bring to stage. Uh, what I want to do and what what we're striving to do is is to just create that space so that those artists don't have to worry about that and they okay. can bring their vision whether that vision is you know, stand up and some bits and some, some funny stuff or if it's an improv or a skit team something like that. Okay. Yeah.
2: Okay. I think also uh, Travis being a performer mm-hmm. you know uh i think that uh you know one thing that we strive to do is to create an environment where performers really want to be mm-hmm. and i think a lot of that comes from someone who is a performer and understands you know uh you want your walk on music to sound a certain way. Sure. You want it to start at this level and you want it to stop when you start talking and uh, you want the lights to work and you want them to be set correctly Mm -hmm. and you want the green room to be comfortable and Mm -hmm. have water in the fridge and that kind of thing. And so I think that, uh, you know, having the performance background, I see, I see Travis working when he's planning how he's going to tech a show Mm -hmm. or run a show or how the theater is going to be. It is, you know, not just from the audience standpoint, Mm -hmm. But also from the performer standpoint, so I think that's a strength that he definitely brings brings to his current position.
0: Okay. You also mentioned that um, you, that you tell people moving to a new town to to do this. So how mm-hmm. is getting involved in improv and comedy? How does that help you acclimate to a new surroundings?
1: I can speak from personal experience i have other stories and anecdotes but from personal experience i can tell you that when we came here to baton rouge one of the first uh, people that we the first person we met actually in that class that we took was an insurance salesman um mm-hmm. and people need insurance that's a day-to-day yeah, thing right I, I didn't have an insurance agent here in baton rouge yeah. uh and and you meet people who there was a mechanic in in that class mm-hmm. there was uh you know the, there are people from different backgrounds so you've got those immediate networking opportunities Mm -hmm. and then you've also got, you know, that extends from there. Uh, you know, maybe, uh, Angie and myself are going out to dinner with, uh, the insurance agent and his wife. And we're, you know, we're talking about our kids or, you know, whatever. And that's how friendships are built. That's how connections are made. Uh, but one of the places that I've found through the years that, that those connections sort of congregate or come to a head is, is through an improv class. Um, you know you you've just you've got so many opportunities there to meet mm-hmm. people and you're laughing together yeah so it's it's not hard to build a relationship it's not like a a networking event where you go up and you awkwardly shake hands and yeah. you tell them who you are you know there's nothing wrong with that of no, course
2: but this but you bond on a different level exactly we also uh over the weekend uh there are people that uh bar in, uh, on one of our teams. And, uh, one of those is the gentleman Travis is speaking about. And, uh, so we all performed together at, um, a charity event. It was a benefit for, uh, uh, a breast cancer fund mm-hmm. that, uh, the proceeds go directly to patients who are going through treatment. And so, you know, we get to get out in our community. We get to serve our community with people who we adore and have fun with mm-hmm. and spread some laughs, you know, to, uh, an audience that, you know, is facing some... Uh, yeah. Some heavy stuff. So, uh, you know, we just really want to be a part of the community and not just the comedy community. We really want to contribute to that and strengthen that and maintain that and support it and the arts community. Um, but also just the the greater community at large, too. Yeah. It's nice when you can combine all of
0: that together. Yes. Absolutely. Yes. Kill two or three birds with one two stone. Two or three. Yeah. Exactly. <laughs> yeah. So uh, tell me a little bit about Boomerang boomerang Comedy. What is this like an every weekend kind of a thing or...
1: It is. It is, Pam. We have shows uh, every Saturday, uh, a lot of Fridays, and uh, we're adding in Thursdays. Uh, okay. Th- uh, eventually, we're going to be having two shows on Thursday nights, Friday nights, and Saturday nights, okay. and then classes are held Monday through Wednesday okay. uh, in the evenings uh, after after work, and uh, it's it's a very uh, intimate feeling black box theater mm-hmm. uh we're not a you know a bar or a restaurant or anything like that okay. so uh you don't uh you know there's no there's no jostling around and waiting at the bar and i, I got to get back up there before uh you know my friend gets on stage sure. and i'm going to watch them uh it's it's very much uh you're sitting in theater style uh elevated seating and you're watching a show
3: Okay.
1: Uh, i want to make sure that everyone that comes through that door whether it's someone and, in the you know uh, uh, someone observing the show or someone putting on the show has a good time and has a quality experience. Uh, okay. We, um, we're, I'm very very passionate about that. So uh, yeah, it's a, it's a great place to uh, to come. Uh, the laughter is is pretty pretty loud in there. <laughs> it's a small space. Uh, yeah. We hold uh, thirty eight to forty okay. uh, people okay. uh, in our All theater, right. and uh, so yeah, it's, it's and fun. And
0: where are we located?
1: I'm right off government. Uh, okay. I'm on on hearthstone drive uh we're we're sandwiched in between the radio bar okay. and Elsie's plate and pie okay so okay. uh we're right there uh right in the
0: middle of government street fun right mm-hmm. yeah mm-hmm. right
1: right in the middle exactly
0: mm-hmm. okay mm-hmm. so what else can um when you're not doing comedy, what do Angie and travis do
1: oh goodness um uh, we We have a boat, which I have been here a year, and I am still waiting to put it in the water in Louisiana. <laughs> <laughs> I'm doing a lot of a lot of uh you being
0: the, way too busy to I, doing you need to carve out yeah, of time for that
1: <laughs> I think so I think so um we uh you know we uh we we do that uh you know we have friends here you know like so many couples you know we have game nights and family commitments and and things like that uh that we uh we do.
2: Sometimes we go bowling. Or, we go bowling. Uh, we do that. We have adult kids, so okay, that's. Uh, sometimes we uh, they're over in South Carolina. So sometimes we hop over there and see them uh, okay. over the weekend. We uh, after the shows were over, we did a little glamping over in Mississippi. Okay. Uh, so we like to um, sort of take you know just uh, short getaways. Traffic is uh, traffic. Travis <laughs> is a history buff, okay. so uh, we and a train buff, so uh, like when the Big Boy train came through. We went and saw that last year, and okay. there's so much history in Louisiana. Yes, so we I really enjoy that. Really, yes. You have fallen yes. into mecca. Yes. Yes. yes, yes. We've been to, you know, been to the kid uh, on multiple occasions, and um, just you know, rooting around in the historical section. So uh, the town I grew up with, in, grew up in in California, the whole town's a historical landmark. So okay. I appreciate uh, that kind of thing, and sometimes we'll. Up to New Orleans or Mississippi or Texas or just stay here, enjoy the food and funtivities here. Okay. So, what's your favorite dish you've had here?
1: Oh goodness gracious! I like the um, and I'm I'm going to mispronounce this the boudin balls. Boudin balls. Okay. Yes. yes. Uh, I, I I like that. I don't do that. Shellfish is not really my thing. So. <gasps> I, I know, blasphemy. I know. That's blasphemy. I I can't even believe I said that out loud. Um, <laughs> and I
2: have it on tape. <laughs> exactly, exactly. You can prove
1: it. But he um, does
2: love him a boudin, Paul. I do.
1: I do. <laughs> and and I tell you the the food scene, and and I tell my relatives this, and 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 friends that you know we've made as we've moved around uh, different places. There's nowhere the food scene here is unlike anything else. Anywhere in the country, yeah. And I was amazed, you know, I not liking, not not doing really a lot of shellfish. I thought, you know, well, I'm going to eat peanut butter and jelly sandwiches a lot. That's <laughs> that's not the case at all. I hadn't had one yet. Um, yeah. <laughs> it's uh, there. There's there's just uh, po'boys and uh, goodness gracious. Uh, you the like list, jambalaya? Uh, jambalaya is so I good. Pasta. Like Pasta. I I like. Like. Yeah. Yeah. Uh-huh. I I learned
0: quickly after moving here that you don't ask what's in it. Yeah, just take a bite, and Mm -hmm. if you like it, you roll with it. Okay. And twenty years later, you might know what it is, and you might be able to. Okay, I can still eat this, but you don't. And then I had one kid that didn't like rice, and I said. You need to get over this Because you live in South Louisiana And you're gonna starve Right Because yeah. everything has rice. So he quickly Got over
2: that fetish
0: so. Oh goodness
2: So what's your favorite dish? I like pastela And okay. I never had it We actually had it um, Our friends uh, Their son-in-law uh, Made it for us For our pre-wedding dinner okay. A few years back And that was the first time I had it And I just love it So um, he has graciously uh, Passed along the recipe okay. But uh, yeah I had never had that Until I uh, came to uh, Baton Rouge yeah. and uh yeah, so we just really enjoy everything about it. We have great neighbors, we have great friends, we have great mm-hmm. improv friends. we have lots to do. Um, we got a dog at the shelter, so okay. uh we have a uh, we have a Baton Rouge doggie, and okay. uh, yeah, so like so have is you good. learned to pull for the tigers yet uh well. It's difficult because
0: we
3: moved from <laughs>
2: right before we lived in Augusta, I lived in Athens, Georgia for twenty years. Okay. Which is, you know, bulldog yes, territory. It is. So uh I do know about big time SEC football and tailgating okay. and all that. Okay. So I am uh, I am warming up. I'm to tell up. you how to maneuver
0: this. I'm okay. an
2: Auburn grad.
0: Okay. Uh-huh. <laughs> oh okay. Uh-huh. So I pull you know for, how it is. I pull for LSU as hard as I pull for Auburn, uh-huh. except when they're playing each other. There and you when go. they play Alabama, I'm the biggest LSU fan in town. <laughs>
3: I am with you.
2: I am with you on that. That's right, right. Every so is that's it? my story, and I'm sticking to it. I am with you on that. I'm going to adopt that. Okay, yes, it's absolutely. A good it's, it it's, is. It's, it's, it's voted me well these yes. many many
3: years. I'm with so, you. Uh-huh. Thank I you.
0: Perfect. Perfect. Perfect.
3: So
1: absolutely. how about you? Are you you? It, it wasn't that hard for me. Yeah. Uh, I've got some relatives here, so okay. I've I've always uh, followed the Saints and uh, okay, you're LSU a NFL boy, mm-hmm, exactly. <laughs> my, and my son was, you know, he's he feels uh, tied to to his roots here too. So he's been an LSU fan. Already, so okay. it really wasn't that much of a stretch for me Okay,
0: okay Well guys, I appreciate you joining me once okay. again they, This is Angie and Travis Newt And they are with Boomerang Comedy Is there a website you could tell us to go to To get more info? Uh,
1: there he is, boomerangcomedy.com Okay, And you can go there. We've got our upcoming shows, uh, upcoming classes. We've got workshops, uh, stand-up. Everything we do, we put on there. And you can okay. find out more about us and uh, more about the venue and uh, jump, jump right in just like we did.
0: Okay. Sounds like a date. Sounds like a date. Appreciate you joining us. Thank and you, thank you so much for tuning in to AC23. We'll catch you next Sunday.